Hacker Intellectuals. In this video, we're going to talk about what's going on with Karachi Kings. If you're new here, my name is Jay. I'm the Craig Electrals Podcast co-host. And on Craig Electrals Podcast, we talk about everything related to Pakistan cricket. So if you love Pakistan cricket, make sure you subscribe to this channel and also check our podcast out. Now let's talk about Karachi Kings. Now I had three top teams at the beginning of PSL 7. My top three were Goyra Gladiators, Karachi Kings, and Lahore Kalanders. I thought Karachi Kings was going to do really good because they have Babur Azam. He's been great for the national Pakistani team. And he was also going to be the new captain for Karachi Kings, which I thought could be really good for the Kings. But they also had players like Muhammad Amir, Muhammad Nabi, Joe Clark, and Sharjil Khan. So I thought with Babur Azam at the helm, Karachi Kings had a pretty good batting lineup. Their bowling didn't appear as strong on paper as their batting did. But still, they had some wicket takers like Muhammad Amir, Muhammad Nabi, and Imad Musim. So even though I thought the bowling was not as good as the batting, the Kings were going to be a pretty good side. But that's not what they've shown so far. The Karachi Kings have played three games, and in all three games, they've lost. The Multan Sultans beat them in their first game, where they only managed to score 124. But to be fair, that wicket didn't look like it was easy to bat on. But then they played the Gladiators, and in that game, they scored 113, and they were all out. And that's when it was really concerning, and alarm bells were ringing all around. The Gladiators easily finished the game in the 16th over, and the sad part was that on the same pitch, just moments before that game, the Lahore Kalanders and Multan Sultans had scored over 400 runs. So it wasn't the pitch this time. It was the batting. And this game showed that Karachi Kings batting was not at all intact, even with Babarazam at the top. And then they played Lahore Kalanders, where Sharjil Khan gave them a really good start. But no one else fired. No one capitalized on that great start. And Sharjil's effort was basically in vain. Now, it was a close game, but Kalanders won at the end thanks to Fakhar Zaman's century. So three losses in a row, neither batting nor the bowling is kicking in for Karachi. So what is going wrong? To answer that question, we're going to start with that Lahore Kalanders game and look at the scorecard and analyze that a little bit. And then I'll give you a few other reasons why I think Karachi is not doing well and what are those problems that they have to fix as soon as possible to see different results. So this is the scorecard from Kalanders game, and we're looking at what the Karachi batters did. As mentioned before, Sharjil was dominant. 60 runs and 39 balls with a strike rate of 153.84. And Babur played a pretty sensible inning alongside him. He kept giving Sharjil the strike, but in the end, he was done in by Rashid Khan delivery. And he failed to really build an inning for himself after a good start. But it's the rest of the players on the scorecard that is the reason we're looking at the scorecard. Because they didn't do much, and that's been the pattern. Nubby scored a 15, Joe Clark a 24, Yamin a 9, Louis Gregory a 2, Sabzada Farhan an 8. And this scorecard is reminding me of the time when in Pakistan we had Babur Azam being the only one performing, scoring 50s and 70s and 80s, and the rest of the team just not contributing anything. You remember those days well, and you'll also remember when that was going on, we weren't winning. And the same thing is happening here with Karachi Kings. Babur's done okay, Sharjil's fired in one game, and... That's about it. No one else is chipping in. No one else is really doing much. And in a squad of 11, when only two people perform, there's no way you're going to win the game. So they ended up at 170 for seven. And the way Sharjil was batting in the beginning during the power play and the first 10 overs, it looked like they should have gotten to 200. And if it were any other team, they probably would have. But the Kings batting is just not deep enough. It doesn't have enough match winners. And there's a question mark on Sahibzada Farhan, who's typically an opener. They're sending him out at number six. And that's not making a lot of sense. Babur should be coming one down, if anything, and they should be sending Sabzada Farhan at the top. But that's just one of the problems, the batting lineup and the batting order. Now let's look at the bowling scorecard. Their best bowler was Muhammad Nabi, followed by Imad Wasim, and then 
Umad Asif. Umad had two wickets and Nabi and Wasim had one apiece. But when you look at their current bowling lineup, you don't really see a wicket taker. I mean, these are good bowlers, no doubt, but there's that wicket taking bowler that every team seems to have at least one of. Lahore Kalanders has like three of them. Shaheen Charfridi, Haris Rauf, and Rashid Khan. And Karachi Kings have nobody. Well, to be fair to them, this is where one of the problems is. They have one missing player who is Muhammad Amir, who's been out in quarantine due to COVID. And that's one of the reasons why their bowling is looking extra needy at the time. But even when Amir comes back, he's going to need some support from the other end. And none of these bowlers look like they're going to be able to give him that support. So bowling is going to be a problem that Karachi is going to have for the rest of this tournament. I'm really not even sure if there's anything that can be done about that. But the franchise owners are going to learn the lesson the hard way because it looks like they didn't put enough thought into this. So let's go over the big problems. Batting is a big problem. Bowling is a big problem. A missing key player is a big problem. Team chemistry is another big problem. And Bobber's leadership in this context is just not clicking either. So all five of these things combined are what's causing Garaji Kings to lose. And I'll tell you this right now, not all five of these things they're going to be able to solve and fix. But if they want to win, they're going to have to knock it out of the park in at least three or four of them. And then they might have a chance to get to the semifinals. So the batting is a problem because batting is not deep enough. To make the batting go deep, some of the batting order has to be shifted around. Bobber's going to have to take some responsibility and maybe come down the order a little bit to extend the batting lineup, give the openers a chance a little bit, give Shurjil more responsibility of building the inning, give him Sabzada and let him build an inning. And if one of them fails, he comes in and he can then stabilize and slow down, which is his style of playing. Because otherwise, why is he opening when he's not really going to do anything on the other end? He was left letting Shurjil play in the Colunders game and just taking singles, which is fine. It's not a bad strategy, but in a T20, both openers need to be firing. So if Bobber's going to be an opener, he can't just exclusively focus on singles and rotating the strike. He's going to have to hit some boundaries early on. Now let's talk about bowling. Bowling is the one problem I don't think Raji Kings is going to be able to fix. They don't have enough bowlers who can produce breakthroughs at critical moments. Muhammad Amir is one. He's likely going to be in the playing 11 in the next game, but he hasn't been on a great run lately. So we don't really know if he's going to make a difference. And once again, just like in batting, you can rely on one batter. In bowling, you also can't rely on just one bowler. So this is a problem that's going to persist. Hopefully with the addition of Muhammad Amir, things go better and Nabi and Imad can maybe chip in and, and bring some breakthroughs at crucial moments. That's all Karachi can really hope for at this point. The bottom line is they didn't make good picks in bowling this year and they're paying the price. Now, the last two of their problems are kind of related, the team chemistry and Bobber's leadership. Now, one thing that is not the Karachi King's fault is how the game schedule was set up. Karachi played three back-to-back -back games. They didn't have a lot of breaks. They also didn't have a lot of time to really get to know one another as a team. Now, you can also blame that on the franchise for not arranging enough time for them to really get to know one another, plan strategically together, play a bit together, and get to know one another on the field. But in these last three games, it is clear that this team is not really very good at communicating with each other. And many of the players don't seem to know what their role really is. There are a couple of moments caught on camera where Bob were asking players to play a certain type of cricket at a critical stage, but the batter on the other end just went out swinging, trying to hit a six and getting caught out in the deep. So clearly there's not a lot of control. There's not a lot of listening, communication, and that has to change. And part of that might have to do with Bobber's leadership. We know Bobber does well when he has his own team and he makes his own team when he has a lot of say in his own team. These are players that he didn't pick himself. And a lot of them are players that he doesn't have a lot of relationships with. So all of these players are probably coming in as outsiders. They don't have enough experience of playing with each other. And there's also not enough time to build that. 
So they're having to go straight into high stakes games from day one and build this chemistry together, which is really hard to do in a live game to address these problems. And these problems are problems that can be solved. They just need to be in a room together, talk, figure things out, plan together, discuss problems, discuss the solutions and come up with a single plan identify and clarify everybody's roles and communicate very clearly just with Bobber and the team. We don't need a bunch of coaches in there. We don't need a bunch of management in there. We don't need the franchise owners in there, whatnot. We just need Bobber and the team to sit together to talk, to figure out a plan for both how they're going to chase totals and how they're going to create totals when they're batting first, because that's what seems to be missing to me. Now, when we look at the points table, obviously Karachi Kings is at the bottom. They've played three games and lost all three. Their net run rate because of those batting collapses is also not that good. So they are in a bit of trouble. But the good news is that the tournament just started. They've played three games. They have seven more games to go there's a lot of crickets still left other teams are going to have good and bad days so there's still a possibility of getting into the quarterfinals and taking it from there but going forward they cannot be screwing around they cannot have communication lapses they cannot have only one person leading the team and one person firing and everybody else just laying down to take a beating they're gonna have to come together and play as a unit their next two games are key their next game is with Peshawar Zalmi and Peshawar Zalmi just came back from a very bad loss and hopefully Karachi Kings can capitalize on that and defeat them especially and we don't know about this but especially if Wahab Riaz is still missing and Kamran Nakhman is still missing from that team Karachi Kings with Muhammad Amir should be able to beat Peshawar Zalmi without Wahab Riaz and Kamran Akmal. but if Zalmi is a full strength team it's going to be a difficult task for Karachi Kings to beat them at least on paper but Karachi Kings are at a very low point right now so the only way from there is up and Hopefully that motivates them to put up a really good show. And then they have another game coming up against Islamabad United. And Islamabad United were off to a great start. They gave Zalmi a beating and their confidence is going to be pretty high. So the road ahead for Karachi Kings is tough. That's what happens when you lose three in a row. Your confidence morale is down and so is your rank on the points table. But if they get at least four of these five problems solved, if they get their batting, their missing key player, their team chemistry and Bobber's leadership. If all of this comes together for them, their weaker bowling is something that they could still deal with. So with that said, we're going to close out. Good luck to Karachi Kings. If you love Pakistan cricket, make sure you subscribe to the channel and listen to our podcast. And until next time, this is Jay signing out. Peace.